brothers and sisters, welcome again to the Hilltop Broadcast. Once again, your humble servant, Pastor Leo Fuquay Jr. of the Mighty Hill Missionary Baptist Church in Decatur, Alabama at 4709 Joe Davis Drive. We're here again this morning, amen, thanking God, amen, for another day, and thanking God for each one of you, and we're thanking God for his word, amen, in Acts, the first chapter, amen, God is teaching us, amen, about receiving the Holy Spirit and explaining what Jesus did in his resurrection for us, and most importantly, explaining his passion. Uh, for us, amen, and how he showed us uh, 40 days after his death. He stayed with people showing them uh, what the instructions was, charging them about the work that they had to do uh, before them. And so let's go to Acts, the first chapter, and we want to start with verse 2. Uh, it talks about until the day in which he was taken up, after that through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he had showed himself alive after his passion, by many infallible proofs being seen of them forty days and speaking of them pertaining to the to the kingdom of to the kingdom of God, after being assembled together with them, commanded that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which says, Ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but he shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. And when they therefore were come together, they asked him, Lord, without this time restore again the kingdom to Israel. He said, it is, not, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power, but you shall receive power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Brothers and sisters, I simply want to ask the question, amen. Many people misunderstand the Holy Ghost and they misinterpret uh, what his purpose and meaning is in our lives. Amen. He is a person. He is not an it. He is not a thing. He is part of the Godhead. When you mention God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, you are talking about a person in the Godhead Trinity. So we need to be careful, amen, in describing, amen, the Holy Ghost, amen, for he is. Notice I said he is in first person. He is, amen, a real part of the Godhead and if we have not received him, we are missing out on the inside track that God has for all those in the kingdom system of believing in Jesus Christ. So as we look at uh, the text here, let's go back to verse 3 and talk about uh, how Jesus is still with you. I want you to understand in verse 3 that Jesus is still with you. I know we just celebrated Resurrection 2020, and so many people right after Resurrection uh, Sunday immediately lose sight of Jesus and what he's done for us. But we want to bring him back into view, amen, and back into your uh, peripheral vision, your front vision, and in every direction to show you that he is still with us. Remember, he made the promise, I'll never leave you 
nor forsake us. Isn't it amazing that his presence, physical presence, may not be with us, but his spirit, the Holy Spirit, is with us. And when we receive him, amen, we receive power, amen, to walk in this life, amen, and to live this life. And we want to show you today, amen, that it is not, amen, a myth, amen, it's not something to be afraid of, but it's something to receive from God, amen. So let's look at verse 3. To whom he also showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs. And you know, I've, 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 I've thought about it, prayed about it. As we look at this word, his passion. What was his passion? His passion was to pass on the mindset of God into earthly man that would allow them to look to God for direction and guidance that he would teach us after his leaving that we would still carry on the work of spreading the gospel. That is his passion. He wants us to spread the message. Amen. He wants to infill us with enough of the Holy Spirit that we can share the gospel message with others that Jesus saves. Amen. And it says here that by, by many infallible proofs, being seen of them 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. So, brothers and sisters, Jesus is still with us. Amen. He's with us in the spirit and person of the Holy Ghost. And so we want you to understand, amen, that you've got to receive, amen, the Holy Spirit, amen. And then he, he commands them, being assembled with them, commanding them that they should not depart Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which says, Ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. Brothers and sisters, I want to add clarity to an area of our life. Amen. It seems to have so much confusion about whether you have whether you haven't got it. And I want to inform you, the day that you accepted Jesus into your life, the Holy Spirit came to live in you. Now you have to understand this, you have to allow him to lead and guide you. But the day that you accepted Jesus, you were indwelled by the Holy Spirit. Amen. We need to understand that if you don't understand nothing else, you already have received. If you've received Jesus, you have received the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, many people will argue, amen, that uh, as these people tarried in one place and they prayed, amen, all together, amen, and the Spirit, amen, was to come upon them. Many people feel that if you don't follow in this order, you cannot receive the Spirit. But we have other instances, amen, in the Bible. In John 22, where Jesus came uh, to the disciples and breathed on them, amen, the Holy Spirit, amen. He said, receive you the Holy Ghost. Brothers and sisters, we have to receive what God has sent. And the Holy Spirit is what he has sent. Now, what many people get uh, misled is by describing how you act when you receive the Holy Spirit. Uh, many people uh, point to Acts 2, amen, in the speaking of uh, unknown tongues, which is misinterpreted 
amen, that it was babble, un, un, uh, understand, understood language. But we have to understand that there were many people there that spoke many different languages, and they heard them speaking in the languages that were present in the city. Not unknown languages that couldn't be uh, uh, detected, but they were languages that were of the different ethnicities represented in the city. But the true mark, oh yes, of the Holy Spirit, our love, peace, and joy. Amen. If you know how to love somebody, you have the Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody. You see, we can't get nobody to shout about loving somebody. Amen. The real marks of the Holy Spirit in your life is knowing how to treat your brother and your sister. Amen. The real marks of the Holy Spirit, amen, is knowing how to talk right with the one tongue that you do have and speak clearly for God in the tongue that you do have, the language of love that God has for everyone. Amen. The Holy Spirit, amen, is not mystical. Amen. It's not something that we should cast an aura of, a, of not understanding. Amen. He is, amen, to be understood that when we love one another right, we got the Holy Spirit. When we talk to one another right, we have the Holy Spirit. When we do for one another right, we have the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so we got to understand, have you received the gift? amen, of the Holy Spirit in your life? Have you allowed him, amen, to reside with you? You have to let him, amen. He's not going to twist your arm. He's not going to beat you over the head, amen. He's not going to do something, amen. You've got to allow him to lead and guide you. That still small voice that you hear sometimes, amen, not sometimes, oftentimes, amen, telling you which way to go in life, how to behave in life, how to control yourself in life. That is the markings of the Holy Spirit. That's not you. Amen. Amen. You don't know how to control yourself. You don't know how to act. Amen. We don't know how to act. We have to know how to have the Holy Spirit to teach us how to act in God's program. And so we've got to understand how important it is that once you receive Jesus, you are indwelled by the Holy Ghost. Amen. And you have to let him. Remember what Jesus said? He said, when I go away, the spirit will come who will lead you and guide you in all ways of truth. And so you have to understand when you're doing wrong and that voice speaks to you, amen, not to do this. That's the Holy Spirit. Amen. But be mindful that he is not going to force you. You have to follow him of your own choice and will. This is what many people misunderstand about the walk with God. This is a free will walk. Amen. Amen. You have to walk of your own choice, of your own decision. Amen. The Holy Spirit will not. Amen. Make you. Amen. Overpower you in the sense that we think. He will compel you to do what's right. He will compel you, amen, to stay in God's way. He will compel you, amen, to follow the teachings of Jesus. But ultimately, the decision is yours, amen. And so if you want to know whether or not you have the Holy Spirit in you, I would say to you, how do you listen to the instruction of your inner spirit 
amen, when you're being pressed in times of difficulty. And the way you respond to him indicates that you have him operating in your life. Amen. Another another aspect I also want to add in with this, amen, which talks about what Jesus gave, amen, at his ascension, amen, amen, in Ephesians, amen, the fourth chapter. Verse 7, I think we've talked about this a few days ago, but it says, uh, Ephesians 4 and 7, but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore, he says, when he ascended up on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is also the same, also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he may fill all things. Now listen, and he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Brothers and sisters, Jesus has given all of us a part to play in this walk of God. Amen. And when you understand that the Holy Spirit is here to lead you and guide you, Jesus descended, amen, at his death. Amen. Many people, amen, are unaware that he descended into the lower parts of the earth. You may hear the old folks say he went to hell and preached revival. And then when he ascended, amen, from the lower parts, he come through and gave gifts unto men. Brothers and sisters, I'm here to simply tell you this. The Holy Spirit is in you if you have received Jesus Christ. He is your leader, your comforter, and your guide. You have to allow him, amen, to lead you. You have to trust that it is God's spirit, amen, that tells you which direction to follow. And until we become sensitive to the Holy Spirit, we may wonder whether or not we have it. And there are many people who say they have it and speak in what they call unknown languages, but then turn around and with the same tongue, curse one another out, amen, and use vile language towards one another. Brothers and sisters, I submit to you, that is not, amen, the markings of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We've got to understand, amen, when we learn how to talk to our brothers and sisters right, amen, love them as God has loved us. Amen. We have more of the Holy Spirit than those who speak in tongues and yet curse one another out before a man we can get out of the parking lot and so we must understand a man that uh, when we receive Jesus amen the spirit comes to live with us amen we hope that this would help a man debunk some myths amen because when you believe in the Lord Jesus the spirit comes to dwell in you amen and just to uh Make sure that we get that, amen. We want to give you the scripture, amen, for the indwelling, amen, of the Holy Spirit, amen. Because, amen, it is key, amen, for us to know that we have been indwelled, amen, by the Holy Spirit, amen. 
And when we understand that we've been indwelled, amen, we know, amen, that God is working in us, amen. Amen, that's in Ephesians, amen, that we find that we have been indwelled by the Holy Spirit, amen. And once we know that he is in us, amen, that he comes to live in us when we accept Jesus, we can have confidence and know Amen. That God, amen, is speaking to us by his spirit. Amen. And so we want you to know today, amen, that the spirit is in in you when you accept Jesus. Amen. And he leads you and guides you in every walk of life. Amen. Until our next broadcast, amen, stay on top.